live from Studio 67 in Florida's Capital County. It's time to be fackish. Access granted. Good people. Week two is a wrap. It's busy this week. It was fact legislative day. Some big bills up, 280 and 620. And we're almost fully staffed here in public policy. Next week's podcast, we will have a new special guest. We'll keep his name a secret. Why don't we jump right into the show? I am Davin Suggs, your director of public policy. And in studio, we have the amazing Milan. Milan, say hello to the people. Hello, everyone. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I forgot, Milan. I'm sad. I've only got about three weeks left of football. College football is over, so all I got is the NFL. With the teams remaining in the playoffs, who are you picking to win it all? Well, since, you know, the lovely Cleveland Browns are in it for again this year, I would go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. We got one for Tampa. All right. Also in studio, Bob. I can't even put anything in front of your name. You're just Bob. How you doing, Bob? I'm upset you said it backwards. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> the best deputy director in the whole world. What football team? Who, who are you rooting for? Well, this is a big week, and I got two teams I want to win, so they go head-to-head next week, which I think will be better than the Super Bowl, and that's the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ah, Bob was trying to make me happy. That's very yes. smart. That's why you're the best deputy ever. All right. Calling in remotely. Eduardo, how you doing? Doing great. Excellent. All right, who are you pulling for? I am pulling for the Kansas City Chiefs because I would like to see a replay of last year's Super Bowl between the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. All right. With a different result this year. All right. Clearly, Eddie is not pulling for the team I like. So, I like Bob more this week. Bob, you already won before we started. All right. Two amazing people calling in remotely. I got Shiloh and Sarah. Shiloh, say hello to the people. Hello, everyone. Good to be back. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sorry, Eddie. Boo, shame on Shiloh, too. Shiloh hadn't picked up yet. <laughs> that, like, I'm from Wisconsin. Like, I'm a huge Packer fan. That's all, it's all right. Sarah. Who are you pulling for? Well, first say hello, Sarah. Good to be back here in Tallahassee this week. And I'm not much of a football fan, but if I had to choose, I kind of like the name of the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) But I'm also a Florida gal, so. Everybody hates me. That's what it is. Because if Jeff were here, and Jeff's off today, Jeff would have put Tampa Bay. Clearly, I'm from Wisconsin, born and raised, and so I am a Packer fan. And so everybody that picked the Bucks, if they beat the Packers, you guys are in trouble. Everybody's running laps, <laughs> doing stairs or something. All right. All right. Good enough. I'm glad everybody's here. And let's go right into the show. Um, all right. Last week, Shiloh had to do this all by herself. Sarah was around yeah. last year. She didn't really get to participate in 
this is, I don't know, it's, it's going to be tough. I'm going to decide to week five which one um, is America's favorite segment. But, you know, we always start the show at the beginning. We're going to go with the rundown. The little tag team action. If you like wrestling, we got Sarah and we got Shiloh doing the rundown. Okay. So, I'm going to ask the magical question. Sarah and Shiloh. Do you know what time it is? What time is it, Davin? It's about to go down. All right. Here is the rundown for this week. Starting with Finance, Tax, and Administration, we had SB 1420 Public Records County and City Attorneys by Senator Berger. It passed in Senate Judiciary Committee on Tuesday, and the bill provides a public records exemption for personal identifying and location of both current and former county and assistant county cities. Back ways in supporting the bill and committee. Also, House Bill 489 Tourism Marketing by Representative Cheney was passed in House Tourism, Infrastructure, and Energy, and it extends the repeal date of Visit Florida. The bill passed unanimously and heads to its last committee stop, House Commerce. Up on the preemption front this week, we had SB 518, Private Property Rights to Prune, Trim, and Remove Trees by Senator Broder, and it was heard in Senate Community Affairs, and it amends current law prohibiting local governments from requiring a notice for printing, trimming, or removal of tree on rental residential property if a property owner obtains documentation that house companion has not been heard and lastly in community and urban affairs we had house bill 851 school concurrency by representative mclean it passed unanimously and house local and administration and veterans affairs subcommittee and the companion legislation senate bill 706 by senator perry is on the agenda to be heard in senate community affairs on tuesday january 25th over to you shiloh all right thanks sarah in the environmental world we had the seagrass mitigation efforts which continue to move forward in the senate with senate bill 198 by senator anna rodriguez the house companion house bill 349 water resources management by Representative Overdorf was last heard in December. Then we had some more support for the land acquisition funds, which was unanimous in the Senate, which was Senate Bill 1400 by Senator Burgess. So this bill is gonna provide an annual appropriation of $20 million to the Department of Environmental Protection. And the House Companion by Representative Gill has not been heard. For all things in hate, health, safety, and justice, Senate Bill 7014 by Judiciary was read for the final time this Wednesday. The bill passed favorably and now moves to the House. House Bill 215 by Representative DeSigley passed this week favorably in the Pandemics and Public Emergency Subcommittee. So this bill creates the State Emergency Management Act, and the Senate companion for this bill did pass favorably last week in the Rules Committee. Last but not least, we have some agritourism bills, which passed unanimously in both chambers. That was House Bill 717 by Representative Tomko and Senate Bill 1186 by Senator Albritton. And SAC will be covering all these bills as they progress. So for the full rundown, check out our legislative bulletin sent out later today. Man, you two make a pretty good team. So we're going to have to see how you do next week because we're going to throw somebody else in the mix. Still not going to say his name, but I gave away a hint. It's a he. So we'll see how you guys do. 
Sarah, you came back like a veteran, like a pro. That was, you know, this is your first like episode. A pro. So I applaud you. Shiloh, you're getting the hang of it. So yeah, we may, I'm feeling a little better this week. Yeah, yeah we, may, <laughs> we may keep you around. You know what? I may give you Bob's segment and make Bob do the rundown. <laughs> oh, Bob's frowning at me. I'm sorry. Just for that, Bob, I'll let you go before Eddie. Because I remember I like you best this week. All right? Because you actually like are cheering for the Packers, sort of. But I think you're cheering for the Packers to play the Bucks, so the Bucks can beat the Packers. So I hope for great games, <clears throat> and I believe Packers Buccaneers will be a great game. The outcome will be epic. Yeah, whichever direction it goes. I, I I like Bob way more than Eddie. Eddie, you didn't even try this week to appease me. Sorry. <laughs> And this is an appeasement. This is simply a great game is better than a favorite outcome. Yeah. See, Eddie, he's not. He's putting his foot on the gas. He's all in here. Just for that. Bob, the people want to hear your one big thing. The one big thing this week in the finance, tax, and administration area was Senate Bill 620. 620, the claims for business damages by Senator Hudson was up in its final committee stop in Senate appropriation. It was a show. The FAC leadership all stood up and spoke against the bill. Past President Melissa McKinley from Palm Beach County, incoming President Lee Constantine, Seminole County, Second, uh, Vice President Terry Burroughs from Okeechobee County and First Vice President Bill Truex from Charlotte County all testified in opposition to the bill. We also had Commissioner O'Brien, Peter O'Brien from Indian River County, who spoke against the bill, and Commissioner Zalak from Marion County, who spoke against the bill. There were also a lot of comments that were received from the members of the committee both in the majority and the minority, who asked questions and expressed concerns about the bill. The bill did pass out of committee on a 12-7 vote. Is that correct, Sarah? And, uh, and we'll move to the House, excuse me, Senate floor next. But the bill clearly has a way to go, and the sponsor, Senator Hudson, recognized that in the process and discuss the possibility of a strike-all amendment on the floor. Of the testimony, there was Commissioner Zalek made the great comment that he's real concerned in the future, if this bill passed, that for every ordinance passed, we'll see a billboard that says, Dan got me a check. Yeah, I, I think that was worthy of our mic drop moment. Now, Absolutely. Commissioner Zalek is not here. I need you to do me a favor. Yes, sir. You did it last week pretty good. Yeah, hold your hand up. Like, get the mic. Go ahead and drop the mic. <laughs> I love the way Bob drops the mic. Bob is going to get that as his own segment, this mic drop moment. I love that. That is awesome. All right, Eddie, you are in the doghouse. Yes, sir. You are in the doghouse, buddy. So Bob, Bob's rooting for the Packers. Bob has got mic drop on lock here. So, you know, I'm here. I'm gonna give you a chance. Your one big thing is coming up right here. I'm gonna let you talk about two bills. Okay. All right. But you got four minutes. Two bills, four minutes, not twenty minutes. 
Okay. I don't you want to. It. I don't want to have to cut anything out. Like last week, the people only heard like a fraction of what you said. So everything you say, I wanted to make it to the final cut. All right. So Eddie, here I'm gonna lead. You, I, I'm gonna lead you in. The people want to hear. By the way, <laughs> yes, I sir, just want to. Yes. I just want to make sure that you understand that Bob is not rooting for the Packers. He's just saying that the Packers will play the Bucks, but he's going to root for the Bucks. Is he? So he's not doing you any favors. Man. The the question was this week. We won't talk about it. We'll talk about next week. Next week. <laughs> the, Eddie, Eddie, I, w- I will take that into consideration, okay? As, since when I when I sign his timesheet or not, I will think about it. <laughs> okay. Eddie, the people want to hear your All right, thanks, Devin. Um, in Senate Rules Committee this week, uh, they took up Senate Bill 280 uh, by Senator Hudson uh, relating to local ordinances. Uh, the bill was uh, significantly amended to, com- uh, to address some of the other concerns that FACT uh, had with the bill. In particular, uh, they removed uh, certain factors that a court must consider uh, when there's a challenge to a local ordinance. Returning uh, the uh, the test for uh, when an ordinance is arbitrary or unreasonable to a rational basis test. So that was that was a, a big win. Uh, we also uh, saw the the amendment. Uh, eliminate the the substantive uh, review of the business impact estimate that's required in the bill, uh, and there were some other issues uh, that were addressed in the amendment that you can read about in our legible. Uh, the bill was approved uh, uh, on a vote of 14 to 2 and is now ready for consideration uh, on the floor, uh, possibly next week. But the one big thing that I really want to talk about is the sovereign immunity bill. Uh, the House Civil Justice and Property Rights Subcommittee this week uh, heard House Bill 985 by Representative Beltron. Um, that bill increases the sovereign immunity caps from. 200, 300 to a million dollars per person. Uh, it eliminates the aggregate uh, cap or the per incident cap of 300,000 in favor of a uh, one, one cap, million dollars per claim per person. Uh, it also has an automatic escalator uh, and that begins on July 1st, 2023, DFS will adjust the sovereign immunity cap uh, uh, every year uh, beginning uh, July 1st, uh, 23, uh, by the changes in the consumer price index for the Southeast. <clears throat> the bill is also retroactive in that it will apply uh, whatever the liability limits are on the date that the final judgment in the case is entered, it will apply the, um, regardless of when the case is filed, it will apply the new limits. 
Nashville case that was filed last year under the limits of 200, 300. Uh, if the final judgment isn't uh, entered in that case until after the new caps take effect, the new caps will, will apply. Uh, <clears throat> the, the bill also uh, waives uh, the statute of limitations for uh, sexual battery claims filed against the state, uh, state agencies, uh, or uh, local governments. And those claims, uh, if, the, if it, the victim was under the age of 16, will be able to file uh, their claim at any time and commence the civil action at any time. Yeah, you know, Eddie, I wish sometimes that we had somebody on staff that was good with numbers <clears throat> and understand economics. You know, maybe next year I'll look for that. No, I'm sorry, Bob. I didn't, I didn't see you there. <laughs> I want to revise my earlier answer. I mean, it just, I mean, I'm sorry. Eddie said that you were lying to me and not really rooting for the Packers, so I decided to take a shot at you. I'm sorry. I'm rooting this week. Okay. Bob, yeah, I, I take it back. You're very good with numbers and the economy. Okay. Maybe one day you'll get that PhD that we talked about. No. Okay. All right. Moving on. All right. Now, I want to serve notice. First, let me say I believe the competition is good. So, Sarah and Shiloh, you guys did pretty good. But still standing like America's favorite segment of our show this is the one coming up so and so you guys got a benchmark to shoot for and you're gonna get an extra teammate next week Bob you know what segment I'm talking about do you know Bob no you don't I, I have not seen you, the stats on America's favorite man this is you can't come in the studio anymore. and <laughs> somebody dropped their phone it's alright no, oh, it wasn't Bob. So it's not, not a mic drop. No, it wasn't a mic drop. That was a phone drop. All right. America's been waiting on. This week's data point would be on resilient Florida. Resiliency has become a primary focus for Florida's leaders as they confront the challenges of statewide flooding and sea level rise. Last year, the legislature passed SB 1954 and HB 7019, formerly known as the Act. The act created the Resilient Florida Grant Program within the Florida Department of Environmental Protection, allowing counties and municipalities to apply for grants to address environmental issues. Governor DeSantis, in partnership with DEP, has released a three-year flooding and sea level rise resilience plan, allocating over $270 million to 76 projects in the state. Approximately 29.38% of the funds were allocated to county resilient projects, while 45.38% were apportioned to municipalities, 18.21% to the St. John's River Water Management District, and 7.02% to miscellaneous projects. Facts start of the week will be Leon County. Leon County hosted FACT's first Innovation Day. The day was spent showcasing innovative county facilities and programs. As we have a few stay tuned moments as NACO's legislative conference will be February 12th through February 16th in Washington, D.C. We also have upcoming is FACT's annual conference, which will be June 28th through July 1st in Orange County at the Hyatt Regency, Orlando. Man. 
and the music still playing. We're getting better in week two. This is awesome. Now, I want to give a big shout out to Sarah and Shiloh because I know you guys do a lot of the work that goes into the data point that gets read right here. And you can get to see the full thing and shout out to um, our department of external affairs. They throw some graphics on it. So uh, it truly is a team effort. So thank you to everybody. So Sarah and Shiloh, I will give you guys a little bit of credit for Milan's moment. Of course. Okay. So we'll we'll share the wealth here. Bob gets no credit. Bob is reading text messages now. He's not even paying attention now on the phone. He's not even paying attention. I'm yeah. looking at taxable value information. Oh, okay. Shiloh, we need you back in the studio. The Bob is Yeah, I was gonna say someone's got a whole Bob accountable now. Yeah. So he he is run amok now, I think is <laughs> So it's all right. All right. A muck for president. <laughs> it's okay. He, he picked up a lot of napkins this week. Yeah, you did pick up a lot of napkins. That's awesome. All right. Guys out there, maybe you guys, one day I'll tell you the story about picking up a napkin. All right. We have made it through another show. Um, like I said, again, the end of week two, very, very busy. Big shout out to all our county commissioners who came up, um, flooded the halls of the Capitol, um, put, got in their appropriations requests. Everything went pretty good. So, now as we look forward to next week, um, as Bob mentioned, Senate Bill 620, we can expect on the Senate floor. Um, we really don't like the bill as written, and so we've got to make a big push as a team and as an organization, along with the League of Cities, to try to do something about it. Um, I'm sure next week, I think broadband is up, one of our favorite issues. Jeff will be back. I think he's at home doing push-ups or wherever he is. I really think it's a bridal shower because he's getting married. Um, but I know he's going to have some work to do on that next week. So expect next Friday's show to be chock full of stuff. And I'm sure Eddie will find something to get into um, and break somebody's heart or destroy dreams like he did mine by not picking the Packers. Um, but I appreciate everybody out there. And as always, you know, before I get out of here, I have to talk about it. it's not the critic who counts. It's not the person who points out how the strong person stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the person who is actually in the arena. And that's why we do this, not only the show, but what we do at FAC. And I think we proved that this week for our almost 400 members and then their staff and the 21 million people in Florida that live in the county. Okay. Um, and I think we enjoy doing it. So with that, I'm going to wish everybody a good weekend and everybody try to be a little fackish this Friday. Until next week. <laughs>